today. More updates on the cocaine found at the White House. And the Biden regime is really mad that they can't continue to collude with big tech. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and we're back in action. And today the Biden administration is scrambling to explain away the cocaine that was found in the White House earlier this week during a Secret Service sweep. Now, reports first indicated that the substance had been found near the library and then they changed their story to a West Wing work area. And now today the location has changed yet again, according to NBC News, who reported that the drugs were found in a cubby near the White House's West executive entrance. Uh, but even MSNBC's Andrea Mitchell doesn't seem to be buying the official, gee, I don't know who could have left this coke here. It could have been anybody. This is a heavily trafficked area routine. Watch. Kelly, the big change is where this was found. It was found, um, by my observation, in a much more secure place, limited access place, than that West Wing reception area. It's still a publicly trafficked, a frequently trafficked place, but it's down near the Situation Room, right off West Executive, down below. And normal people, just average people, just can't get in there, even with the entry from the Northwest Gate. Well, let me let me bring you up to date with the reporting that I have. What we have learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. You know that. I know that. But for the benefit of our audience and now the investigation has progressed. And so they're saying the West executive entrance, which, as you noted, is closer to the situation room and closer uh, to uh, the Navy mess where there's the facilities for food and so forth. It is uh, also next to West executive drive. That's where, for example, the vice president's vehicle is parked next to where the vice president's vehicle is parked. Hmm, I wonder who could have access to areas like that. But, you know, don't worry. The ever-poignant, amazing White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, assured Americans that the Secret Service is on it. Watch. Can you give any more details on where the Secret Service found cocaine in the West Wing and how it got So, as you know, this is under the preview of the Secret Service. Uh, They are currently investigating uh, what happened over the weekend, so I would have to refer you uh, to the Secret Secret Service on all of this. But one thing that I can share, that I'll I'll, uh, share a little bit more information, as you know, the the, the president and the first lady and their family were not here this weekend, as you all reported on this, and as you also know that they left on Friday and returned just yesterday. Uh, where uh, where this was discovered uh, is a heavily traveled area where many White House uh, West Wing, I should be even more specific, uh, West Wing visitors uh, come through uh, this particular area. I just don't have anything more to share. It is under investigation by the Secret Service. This is in their purview. Sometimes when people lie, they do this weird thing with their eyes when they keep blinking like that. But I, I mean, that's not related to anything you just saw. I just thought I would bring that up. Uh, also, according to law enforcement officials speaking to Politico, despite there being visitor logs, security cameras, security checkpoints, like literally just about every possible security measure one could have, if you're going to have it, it's going to be at the White House. They're already stating that it is quite possible that the White House cocaine culprit is unlikely to be found. Okay. Also in completely unrelated news, here's Hunter Biden looking a little bit sketchy during the White House Independence Day celebration. You'll see him 
touching his nose, uh, rubbing his hair a little frantically. I don't know, just not that he has a history with that or anything. I'm, again, totally unrelated, I am sure. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yaku Boyens, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, and Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find right here on Blaze TV and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I, look, that's, it was, Hunter was just hot. I'm sure. And he was just, mm-hmm. he just, you know, when you're hot and you, you, you do that with your hair and then you also wipe your nose. Um, I'm sure that it was that, no, no, it was probably just a random visitor who has to empty their pockets when they go in and has to write. Like, I'm sure it was just a, a visitor in the Secret Service. Just oopsies. Didn't didn't catch that one. Uh, you know, the thing. It's the thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a little White House white powder party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's so comical. It's so on par for this family. It really is. It's just it's mm-hmm. you would go. Yeah, that fits. Mm-hmm. If you say, hey, we found cocaine in the White House and you go, who's President Biden? Yeah, it fits. <laughs> that, that kind of works. It's right. Fits, you know, yeah. of course, Hunter. But hey, the president wasn't there. I say this. I would. I would propose that there's many in that administration that sniff the white powder, that it's mm. not one in that White House, that there's, if you've seen who've That's traveled through there. That's a great point. Who, who, who is, in, tr- is in charge of nuclear codes. Yeah. That's a great point. I mean. The white House that hired Sam Britton. I mean, Sam possible. Britton, right? Yeah. I mean, it comes with the territory. <laughs> so maybe not just cocaine. I say drug test the whole White House tomorrow. All of them. Start with Uncle Joe and just go down and just drug test everybody. Okay, hold on. Working theory, now that you just said that. Mm-hmm. They did say it was found next to the vice president's car. And Kamala, every time I see her, I'm like, she is definitely on drugs. She seems to be high. Test all of them. What if it was her? Yeah. We may never know. Um, It's so hard because it'd be nice if there was a camera in the White House. (laughs) Maybe you could find out. Right. But, of course, we know there's no surveillance in the White House. Right. This is supposedly the most secure building on Earth. And you may never find out who Mm -hmm. did it. How is that even? I mean, how stupid stupid do they think we are mm-hmm. i i think you could easily find out you have to look at the surveillance tapes yep. but they don't they probably don't want to know and maybe they already do know and we're just they're never going to say uh it's uh it's the same stupid lies that they tell us all the time all the time and for kjp to keep saying it's the purview of the Secret Service, like they don't communicate right. at all yeah. among the that isolated. Pack. Yeah, the Secret They're Service never pack. talks to the people at the White House, right? <laughs> That's just absurd. Oh my gosh! You can never know. No. So um, I, I feel like KJP was just really impressed with herself that she came up with the word purview. Yeah. And she wasn't thinking anything beyond that. Well, she I think. didn't say it for the first time. She didn't right. stutter. Right, so just right, right. You did see the, the blinking, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that is looking down. Look, her giveaway, her, her tale is she'll look down, so you see that bronze, every day is bronze eyeshadow. I mean, you can't get over it. She'll look down, and she can't look you in the eye, and then she'll blink like she's going crazy. So Yeah. I think, I think Patch, I think they already there know. I think they know already who it mm-hmm. is, but we will not. Right. 
Well, it's fascinating because the law enforcement officials who said, oh, well, we may just may never know, um, they said that. But then there were other reports that in, in investigators initially said that this might take a couple weeks. And then today they changed that to, yeah, I think we'll be done by Monday. So it's like, mm. I mean, probably because you already know exactly right. whose it is. But as you point out, I don't think that... I don't think that we will know. Um, okay, so I want to go to, is this, control room, is this, is this Biden tr not answering questions? Let's, let's play that. Look at him. All right, everybody, uh, you can see there that the president was asked many questions, including how cocaine got into the White House, but did not answer. He always has this condescending smile and a smug smile on his face that you, you mentioned uh, KJP's tell is the blinking. And I feel like Biden's tell is that smug smile. It's the same smile that he gave when reporters were asking him about uh, his ties to Hunter's Chinese, you know, energy firm with all of the kickbacks and Hunter's WhatsApp message saying my dad's sitting right next to me. It was that same smug smile that he gave when he was asked about that as well, Pat. Yeah, uh, he's he's got a lot of tells too. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Opening his mouth is one really good indication <laughs> that, that he's, he's going to lie. You think? Uh, yeah. And <laughs> with KJP, not only does she look down, start blinking, but she usually says the word "look." Mm -hmm. Look. Mm -hmm. Then she's going to start lying. Mm -hmm. um, Set up. Yeah. It's, and I love the fact that they just uh, that they told us that. Hunter and, and Joe were out of the White House, uh, left on Friday. Like he couldn't have left it there and it didn't get found <laughs> until the next day or the day after exactly. that? Yeah. Come on. I know. Or it's I... not there every day if it was Kamala. Right. I mean, you know what I, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say this. I mean. Oh, you well, absolutely should if you're starting I, something I, with I maybe I shouldn't say this. In, I want control to zoom in in that picture and say, see which Joe Biden is sitting there, the one with the attached or the one with the unattached arrow. You know, I really... Which one is it? Because these things don't change. If you if you look... They don't change. At the, have you seen the, the comparison, Pat? No, oh, yeah, attached and unattached. fascinating. Really? And that does not change. It much. is very is fascinating. Earlobe? Yes. Earlobe, attached and unattached. Ah. Oh, we're gonna, I'm going to get you on this conspiracy theory train uh. like as soon as we go to break. Absolutely. I am going to show you. Um, okay, I want to get to one more thing here. So um, uh, earlier this week, there was U.S. District Judge Terry Doherty who came to the decision in the, this was uh, Missouri. Who was the AG in Missouri, Yaku? Remind me. Can't remember right now. Um, so they had actually sued uh, the Justice Department over uh, colluding with social media companies. And they were successful on this. And the Biden administration is very upset that uh, they cannot collude with big tech anymore. So they now are um, appealing because they, you know, I mean, they have to be able to pressure social media companies into censoring uh, wrong think because you can't have free thought. So the DOJ's appeal is going to send the case to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals for review. 
Um, but it's just fascinating that we are living in a time right now where this is even a question. Like, this is even being fought. You have an administration who even thinks, yes, this is this is a battle we should be fighting, right? I mean, um, look, the, the judge said that uh, the government had used its power to silence opposition and engage in viewpoint discrimination against conservative ideas. He also compared the U.S. government's actions to an Orwellian Ministry of Truth, um, and he barred administration officials from engaging social media companies regarding any manner uh, with the removal, deletion, suppression, or reduction of content containing protected free speech posted on social media platforms. Um, and the judge did also make note that they did use their, something that we already already know, but this is now official court records, court documents that they had used their uh, influence to uh, suppress uh, opposition to COVID-19 vaccines, opposition to masking, opposition to lockdowns, uh, opposition to the lab leak theory, um, or rather saying that this leaked from a lab. You couldn't say that. Oh, wait, it became true a couple years later when we all said, hey, this is the most likely scenario considering there is this uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology right down the road where patient zero uh, was found. So um, the administration, not happy about it, plans to appeal. Yeah, and it's Bailey, by the way. Bailey, Thank you. Bailey is the AG. Uh, they're going to appeal because this has been a, a, a tool in their tool belt over the last maybe several elections. And I think that was pre prevalent with Hillary as well. They did not, they just did not know they had to move as aggressively with their tactic as they needed to. Uh, so weaponizing social media or using it as an extension of the White House office as a press corps, if you can call it that, a PR firm, has been a powerful weapon for them. And if, in fact, states are going to start rising up like this to say, wait a minute, you can't do this, they are going to fight like crazy because mm -hmm. without it, they're going to struggle because it is their messaging arm. It is. We know CNN is dwindling, MSNBC. The numbers aren't there. The numbers are on social media. So if they cannot collude with social media like they did mm -hmm. with the FBI stepping into Twitter, mm -hmm. hey, censor certain speech, steal dossier, the whole deal. I mean, they've used it as a weapon. Uh, and I am for one, Pat, I'll close with this. I want to see Section 230 demolished. I want to see 230 absolutely obliterated because these are publishers. They do publish. They publish opinion. They have been. So this is a move in the right direction. But I want to see it federally. I want it completely destroyed. Yeah, and it's not surprising that they're fighting it because they can't win. They can't no. win on the battlefield of ideas. Yes. Uh, that's a losing battle for them, and they know it. So rather than address people on the battlefield of ideas, they just shut down the other side which is all they've got, that's right. mm -hmm. that's, and that's what fascists do. Yeah. That's what dictators do. Thank heaven for Donald Trump and the judges that he appointed, mm -hmm. both to the, the Supreme yep. Court and the federal judges. Paying off and now. This, and the, yeah, because this was a Trump appointee. It, yeah. they, they are the only thing that stands between us yeah. mm -hmm. and becoming a Marxist mm -hmm. uh, oppressive state. Well, over on CNN, they were arguing that um, the judge who uh, did this is actually just trying to micromanage the executive branch. Watch. What this judge is purporting to do is to micromanage, really, the day-to-day -day interactions between essentially the entire executive branch, all these agencies that are listed as defendants, and the leading social media companies. And in the actual temporary injunction, the judge basically says, you're not allowed, administration, to talk to these social media companies about any protected free speech 
except for cybersecurity threats, national security threats, criminal yes. threats. Yes. Correct. But where's exactly. the line? Who's going to police this? This is a judge trying this to is, micromanage the day-to-day the -day regular activities the, uh, of the entire executive branch. I don't who's going to police the American people? By the judge, Amazing. but it's really an astonishing. It's. I don't mean this necessarily as a criticism. This These is people a very are so judicial opinion. Stupid. <laughs> you are so stupid. You don't. This isn't called micromanaging. It's called checks and balances. Yeah. This is the separation of powers. This was how it was supposed to be set up, that the judge will rein in any abuse of power right. from the other branches. That's the whole freaking point, you moron. <laughs> We're back. And I just have a little bit of pent-up aggression, but it's fine. I'll get it I'll, I'll get it out. I won't take it out on you guys. I'll just take it out on CNN. I think Pat can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile understands the importance of a parallel economy. And um, let me tell you, uh, they are leading the way when it comes to recognizing that Americans are tired of, you know, this woke propaganda being thrust down your throats and they're like, you're going to pay us your money in your bill every month and we're going to take that money and we're going to put it towards all these causes that you're fighting against in your free time. Patriot Mobile is quite the opposite, actually. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They've got the same nationwide coverage. They've got all three major networks. So it's the same service. People don't realize this. They're like, oh, I don't, but what about my service? You're going to get the best possible service still when you switch to Patriot Mobile, but you're also going to send a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and more because they're going to take a portion, that portion of your bill. They're going to take it and they're going to donate it to all of these causes that you are fighting for, not against, including, um, Yaku, I know you do a lot of work with them as well, yes. including yes. all of the school boards. Absolutely. They have accurately flipped so many school boards protected children, mm -hmm. the lives of children for generations, Pat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fought with us on the border, helped rescue children on the border. Um, and and a, a little Tweety Bird in the tree, and it'll be me, not yeah. Sarah, yeah. will say this, that Glenn's story at Patriot Mobile will buy you out of your contract. He did tell us that. He will buy you out mm -hmm. of your contract. He, did, he told us that, and we were like, are we allowed to say that? <laughs> he's like, give you a hard time. Say it. Yaku said yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, I'm it. telling you. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you to say it. So there you go. Uh, you can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Get free activation with the offer code news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Five people were killed and two children were injured uh, earlier this week after a gunman shot up a southwest Philadelphia neighborhood. Um, and the suspect has been identified as 40-year-old Kim Brady Watson Carricker. Uh, he's also been uh, unmasked as, I, I'll just say, cross-dressing BLM activist. And the reason that I say cross-dressing is because you... You guys have eyeballs. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. see that this is a man that's dressed up as a woman, um, but he just hasn't like identified himself specifically as trans anywhere in his social media that anyone has been able to verify. Um, so maybe he just like he just thinks that he's a woman and not. I don't know. But clearly, this is a man that's dressed up as a woman. So uh, he's got some issues there. But um, on his on the social media platform, Facebook, he had expressed previous support for the Black Lives Matter movement and followed the Black Lives Matter Philly page. Uh, back in 2020, he had commented, you know, on a news story about workers going on strike for black lives, uh, saying Black Lives Matter today. There will be jobs available. Equal opportunity. Finally, just tell us where you're quitting so we can send someone over. 
He also had been in trouble previously for uh, obtaining guns illegally. He was found guilty for gun charges back in 20, or I'm sorry, 2003. Um, and his Facebook posts were really family friendly, like this one, um, with a, holding a gun. With is is his finger on the trigger? I can't tell. Mm. But um, yeah, it's on the trigger. Yeah, it looks. It sure does look like it. Yeah. And you know, it, obviously. Um, conservative media outlets have been saying, hey, this is a problem. Hey, um, perhaps there might be a correlation between people who dress as this, the gender that they are not and, you know, other mental health issues later on down the road. Perhaps maybe we should address this. But no, the far left activists in society would be telling you that actually you are the ones committing verbal violence for labeling someone as, you know, trans or cross-dressing. Where you're not allowed to speak truths anymore. You're, that's violence. Watch. I want to discuss very briefly because there is a nasty, violent, in terms of verbal and written words, um, spewed by the conservative press. Mm. Um, regarding the shooter. There are certain pictures that are circulating. Some of you may are, be aware of those pictures. Uh, have the, the shooter in one picture as male and other pictures dressed in female uh, attire or female okay. um, mm -hmm. outfits. Okay. They have used yes. those pictures to attack trans people and particularly trans women of color which are extremely vulnerable uh, to violence in our community okay so after this crazy person mm. killed literally killed people literally killed people and injured children you are the one committing violence for pointing out what you can see with your own two freaking eyeballs there's this absolute fake, mm. phony, with no validity movement going on on defending the one committing the crime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nashville shooter. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Defending a crazy person, mm -hmm. a, a certifiably insane human being that kills other people. Mm -hmm. Okay, was, ha was Hannibal Lecter not insane? Was Bundy not insane? Was Eric and Dylan that shot up you know, Columbine, were they not insane? It is insane to then stand with these guys and defend these shooters as if, the, the, as if you need to have compassion on them, right? By the way, your community made them do this because you told them it's okay to walk around the street thinking you're, a, you know, you're an animal or a furry or a who knows what, and knowing that there's this giant void in their soul, Pat, of having no purpose in life, and not having, you know, a value set or a value system. And then the crazies give them value and that's be crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they have to. Uh, they, they have to do this because um, otherwise the proportion of trans murderers and serial killers is pretty darn high. When you consider how small a group that is and how many times that's happened of late in the last three or four years, there have been multiple times that trans people have have committed mass murder and uh, it, they can't have it look like that because it doesn't fit the narrative. Mm -hmm. So the left does everything they can to to sanctify 
and to deify these people and to demonize everybody who says anything mm -hmm. against them. Mm -hmm. Anything negative, they've got to turn that around on us. And they're really good at it. Yeah, they really, and it's it starts I mean, frighteningly. almost the minute it happens. Immediately. Probably. That whole thing in, in Nashville oh. was completely dropped about any trans involvement. And it was just a fault of anybody who mentioned that, hey, that person was trans. Is there a problem there? Uh, maybe that is mental illness involved here. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but, but Pat, it's almost like, you know, all logic is lost because now math is not even, it is. now math is not, it, because now it's not even a discussion. The person identifies a certain way, ends up going, shooting up a crowd, killing people. So now it was. Mm -hmm. So now we just do numbers. How many of the last mass shooters were fill in the blank, X? And it's math. Mm -hmm. Math doesn't count anymore. Can't do math. No. Mm -hmm. You can't count. It's hateful. That's hateful. Mm -hmm. Being factual and accurate is, is violence. Inconsiderate. That's the thing that just, God, drives me nuts that you're like, you're listening to them, uh, you know, do things like burn down cities and kill people yeah. and all of these like riot, loot. Mm -hmm. And none of that is violence. Right. But my words are words somehow are. violence to you. Yeah. Give me a freaking break. Because they live by emotion. The whole, yeah. the whole their whole narrative is they live by emotion. You hurt my feelings. Right. <laughs> you're violent. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it is, oh, gosh, trust me, that's. <laughs> um, okay, let's go ahead and take another quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Relief Factor. So Relief Factor is, um, it's an anti-inflammatory, but I feel like just saying anti-inflammatory is, is not, it's underselling it because what it does is, for those of you who maybe you live in pain, uh, maybe you've got arthritis, maybe you've got, you know, back problems. I, I know Pat knows about back problems. Um, maybe you've got knee problems, whatever the case may be. Um, what Relief Factor does is, it's not a drug, but it targets the inflammation in your body that's causing all of that pain. So, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people, including, I know, um, I think, Pat, you've taken it, right? Oh, yeah. Glenn? Glenn? I've taken it. So many people just here at the studio have taken it and seen amazing results when it comes to reducing or completely eliminating the pain that you're in. 70% of the people who tried the three-week quick start go on to keep ordering more. So it's working for that many people. If you are living in pain, try this. Okay, go to relieffactor.com. It's $19.95 for that three-week quick start. But the odds are in your favor that it will help change your life and get you out of pain. It is relieffactor.com. So we just had 4th of July holiday, Independence Day, right? And you guys yep. celebrated with your mm -hmm. families? Celebrated yeah. well. Yes, because it's Independence Day for our I country. It. It's a very, very important day in our country's history. Um, and you know how there always has to be like that one person who just like ruins it for everyone on the internet? And they're like, well, actually, <laughs> here's why the 4th of July is bad. This year it was Ben and Jerry's. Yes, the ice cream brand. Uh, that they tweeted this out early 4th of July morning. This 4th of July, it's high time we recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. Learn more and take action now with a link. This is stolen land. Um, actually, it was conquered. <laughs> Because that's how like things work. Virtually every other land on this Literally, planet, that's how things every work. Piece yeah, of every piece of how it all works has been conquered. That's uh, how it works. But Listen. it's only us and Israel that ever has to be labeled yeah. that way. Mm -hmm. exactly. We're the only ones. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's really amazing. Oh, no, we celebrate King Charles. Yeah. 
They right. only colonized, mm -hmm. I mean, just everything. about mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Sun never set on the British Empire. Overaged, mm -hmm. plundered, <laughs> yeah. raped, uh -huh. stolen. Yeah. But hey, but listen, that quote comes from an ice cream company. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the That's other great. rainbow flag company. Right. I mean, come on. Well, it's funny, too. Ashley St. Clair pointed out that they, you guys are stealing milk from cows for yes. your ice cream. <laughs> yeah. What about that? Did they give consent what about to that? that? <laughs> also, when you turn over your land yes. to whatever Let's talk. tribe originally had it in Vermont, then we could talk about the rest of us. But you first. I like that, Pat. Ben all their Jerry. retail space. Yeah, all your retail Turn out space. all your retail space. Your big fat homes that you no doubt yeah. have yes. because you've been yes. these wealthy communists for all these years. Turn that over mm -hmm. to give some it, Give it to a native indigenous American people. indigenous yep. ice cream company. Right, right. Hand it over. Start Hand one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so there was Ben and Jerry's. And then also I want to show how oh uh, the U.S. military. Yeah. God. Commemorated Fourth of oh, July yeah, weekend. Um, they, yes, this is the Department of Defense tweet here. U.S. Army Major Rachel Jones found <laughs> solace after coming out as a transgender female. Her journey oh. from battling depression and suicidal thoughts to embracing authenticity inspires us all with the hashtag Why We Serve. No, no. I don't think that's supposed to be why you serve. I think you're supposed to serve so that you can be prepared and ready and trained to beat the out of all the bad guys. <laughs> that's literally supposed to be why you, that's it, that's it, that's all. You're not supposed to serve because you want everyone to know who you like to screw. That's literally the, 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 not a reason, mm -hmm. not one. There you go. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel. Major. Look at that, look at that, right. look at how pretty, right. Major Rachel. Major what? She's look at that. beautiful. Balding beauty. As Rachel. all men who transition to women are, I might, <laughs> I might make that point because we've seen it how many times now where, wow, you make a really beautiful chick, don't you? Because, <laughs> man, you are appealing. There she is. Miss America. Right there. <laughs> there she is. And I loved her. Miss uh, Major. Yeah. Miss Major. Miss Major yes. America. Ms. Major. Did you happen to see her video where she talked about what makes What pride great? means to him. And, yeah. Yeah, what makes... And yeah, that yeah. it's diversity that makes us great. I'm mm. so tired of hearing that. Yeah. I it know. is not diversity that makes yeah. us great. No. Nope. It's unity you that makes us great. become an American. Yes. Yes. Let an immigrant yes. tell you, you when become an American. Yes. When we're pulling together, that's, right. that's what makes us great. Yes. Not when we're pulling in 90 different directions. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make us great. Mm -hmm. That makes us separated, divided, uh, against each other. It... It's our unity that makes us uh, a, a, a cohesive nation. It's actually what sets us apart, Pat. It is. When I was on Glenn's show last week up in Utah, and that was phenomenal, by the way. Glenn, Glenn did, delivered one of his greatest speeches ever, and he was talking about what is freedom. Mm -hmm. And it really comes down to that, the freedom to be who God's called you to be, but in unity in this nation, you become an American. And that's what sets us apart. There yeah. is no other nation on earth. Like that us. that no. historically has had right. unity right. to move as a unit. And, yes. and, and all things in the world work better like that. Mm -hmm. Light focused become a laser, mm -hmm. right? But no, it's diversity. You say 90, they can't quite tell you how many factions. But yeah. remember, how yeah. many genders are there? It's 2,000, right. 15,000. <laughs> we don't that, know. But that's what they want. They want to fraction this country to where we're unrecognizable, but, but yeah. to where you cannot unite against Uncle Sam. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Let's um. So Pat mentioned the uh, the video. Let's listen to this just radiating, glowing <laughs> beauty here. Nice Watch. Speech. Hi, I'm Major Rachel Jones, and what Pride means to me is celebrating that diversity is our strength as a nation and <laughs> as an army. Pride means something very special to me as a yeah. LGBTQ individual. It means you like to screw other men. We know what we have to offer in terms of and who wouldn't be proud of that? That's just skill sets that we bring. It's beautiful and the diverse ways of thinking we bring into the team to make everything work no. better. Okay. Mm. You guys are absolutely correct in what you said. I want to just say I emphatically agree with you. However, I would like to point out another issue with this man is that he is a little too chubby and large for me to be perfectly comfortable with him even serving in the military. Like, mm. we have mm -hmm. lowered our standards Unfit. so far right. that we have chubby men who are, what, going to defend us? He's going to go into battle? Is he going to be carrying a bunch of crap on his back? Is he going to be strong enough to, like, hold all of these big, heavy weaponry? Like, I have such a problem with so much of this, but I just don't want to lose sight of the fact that like we are producing fat, weak men who want to be women and just we're like, hey, why don't you be in charge of keeping us safe? It's absolutely despicable that he's standing in the United States uniform. I know. Mm -hmm. He's in a uniform mm -hmm. spewing that venom. You shouldn't, mm -hmm. you, as a heterosexual, you shouldn't stand there and take the uniform as your platform to talk about who you like to sleep with. Right. Not the time, Thank not you. the place, not the calling, and definitely not why you serve. Can you imagine the Korean soldiers that are literally being beaten to be tough? Yeah. The Japanese soldiers, the Chinese, the Russians. You think Putin? Mm -hmm. You think that little body package with the rainbow flag and the, oh, verklept. I'm so verklept. When the war comes, he'll fling his purse and run. <laughs> ooh, ooh, right? That's who's gonna do. If mm -hmm. I'm Putin at this moment, I say, boys, now's the time yeah, to take them. I know, I know. Now's the time to take them. Don't take them when they're strong. You take them when they're verklept. Yeah. When they're pinching. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure China is just shaking in their boots so at scared. the state of it, our military. Just, I mean. Laughing yeah. at us. It's probably playing on laughing. loop for like comedy hour in China. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know they're not promoting their pride uh, flag over there. You know, you know they're not in their military videos. No, they send us TikTok and say, let's come indoctrinate your folks over here. We're going to breed super soldiers. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah exactly. They're, right. Yeah, they're, they're training their young men to be like absolute freaking robots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally, they've got their young men on testosterone therapy. They're breeding super Which, soldiers. Which, like, I'm not saying is good. Like, no. I'm, I just want to be clear. I'm they, not condoning they that. they put value in strong men, right. and we do not. Right, right, right. We, now we've got uh, Major Rachel Jones over there showing <laughs> us what the military is all about. Well, one last look at Rachel. Oh, my gosh. She is Lovely. just so beautiful. I wonder how she Very gets intimidating. Her, her hair that voluminous. Anyway, uh, so we've got to take another quick break. I want to thank our sponsor, <laughs> Refuge Ghost. So um, we were talking about this yeah. the other day on my show. Um, the the uh, need for this because 
big tech, big data, like I, I don't need to tell you guys, if you watch this program, you know they're not really on your side and you're still giving them access to record your personal lives 24-7 through your phones because you might not know this, even when your phone is off, the microphone's still working, the camera's still working, location trackers are still working. Um, and, you know, that's just tech people. So what about personal security? Maybe you have, you know, a crazy ex or maybe you just are involved in conversations that you don't want people to know about. Top secret conversations. This is what we were talking about the other day. Yes, I have a, I, we call them ghost sleeves. Yeah. You know, I have a dark bag and we do it. When we talk about an operation, a rescue operation mm -hmm. in trafficking, we actually have large ones where all the phones go in, but I carry a small one with me yep. and the phone goes in and yep. Your own personal skiff so you can know that no one is detecting anything that you're talking about, anything that you're doing. The Refuge Ghost Sleeve is made from American Buffalo leather. It's gonna block 5G signals that other Faraday sleeves miss and it's the only Faraday sleeve that blocks signal and sound. They added sound blocking panels on each side that keep conversations private. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Look at that thing. I have one. Uh, Yaku uses it as well. Guys, really in today's uh, day and age, you really, you really need one. Okay. They're trying to steal your information. You can go to refugeprivacy.com. Use code Sarah to save 10% off your order. That is refugeprivacy.com. Promo code Sarah for 10% off. <music> I'm going to start a segment and it's going to be called No Duh. And this is the first one of, uh, of this series that I just literally made up as we started the show. Um, so this is from Just the News. Let me read you this headline. Law enforcement experts warn of another 9-11 after bungled release of migrant tied to terrorism. Mm. Huh. It's almost like there's a reason that you have to properly vet someone before you just allow them into the interior of the country. Um, this comes after a uh, report from the Inspector General, Department of Homeland Security Office, and they revealed that, you know, CBP, Customs and Border Protection, released an individual on the terrorist watch list without providing requested information to the FBI's terrorist screening center. It took over two weeks for U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement to arrest the person, um, and that's just the person that they actually found. I'm glad you said that because he's not one. We, ha we had a briefing two weekends ago and there are probably an, a number that we cannot count of people on terror watch lists from around the world. Turkey, mm -hmm. Istanbul, mm -hmm. those who hate Christians that have mm -hmm. crossed over. Yeah, so apparently um, during fiscal year 2023, they have already apprehended, CBP has 464 known or suspected terrorists. It's not a problem. Again. Yeah. That's yeah. one we know of. Right, Again. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, and that's, that's what, the left, what the left would say, like, well, that means the system is working. <laughs> Did you see, you saw the Border Patrol video where they're cutting the, Barbed wire for the yep, we have that right here. Wire for, mm -hmm. I mean, so this is so this is Border Patrol. This is great. Cutting the barbed wire so that it illegal immigrants they have yes. to make a gate by right. Biden uh -huh. administration rules. There has to be an and open, he holds it open for him yes, so nobody yes. gets hurt by Welcome. the barbs. Uh, you don't have to be in in, everybody. You don't have to be in, and watch. They're not being searched. There's no nope. health and human nope. services. Nobody's checking for fentanyl. Asking is that the father of that child? Mm -hmm. No, doesn't matter. Welcome. And how often does that happen? That we and we don't mm -hmm. see the video. Six thousand five hundred times a day, Pat. Mm -hmm. I mean, That's the number. It's crazy. Well, I, I just keep. I feel like I I try to draw attention to this whenever we talk about this issue because I just don't think that it can be overstated that like this is not just a now problem. No. This is like a 
decades and decades oh, yeah. and decades problem. Yes. And it's not just the terrorists. It's the drain on our financial resources. Absolutely. It's the space. Where do these people go? Um, like it's taxpayers who are going to be shelling out way more for years and years and years and years. Like this is not just a like, oh, well, this is a problem right now. The fentanyl now, that continues to come up in and kill our people. You cannot measure the collateral damage. It's immeasurable. It's every system of our society is impacted, mm -hmm. all of it. Yeah. Healthcare, social services, education, can't speak English, there's no assimilation, the way they vote, what is America, America's identity, human trafficking, fentanyl, cocaine is on the rise, laced with fentanyl, right? I mean, this is, this is a debacle. We're about to release a series of, of so video I'm gonna show the two of you after this episode of what the cartel's doing on Texas soil at the moment. We have lost our border. Oh, for we sure. We have absolutely yeah. lost the There's border. No question about Guys that. are driving around, literally killing Americans on American soil, cartel. It's a cartel-run nightmare, and it's on the head of Joe Biden. You said this accurately, Pat, before the show started. The worst president in American history with the damage that he has done generationally, mm -hmm. to your point, mm -hmm. to this nation. Yeah, and on this, on this border situation, when I was in Houston in 2001 and talked about the border every day, um, they use the figure 11 million illegals in this mm -hmm. country. Mm -hmm. It's 22 years later, they're still, still using the same number, 11 million. Despite the fact that we get, we had 2 million, 2.3 million cross just last year, mm -hmm. in the last fiscal year. How many times has that happened? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, you're talking about millions of people over the last 22 years. The number's got to be 40 or 50 million by now. And to Sarah's, more. Point, to Sarah's point, and how now, many of those are terrorists? Right? It took seven, seven individuals that had been embedded in the U.S. for mm -hmm. over 15 years, went to school here, got their pilot's mm -hmm. licenses here mm -hmm. yeah. for 9-11 to happen. You don't need thousands. Right. We have had thousands cross in here with very bad intentions for America. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I fear that that type of thing is the only thing that will wake some people up to this because you do mm -hmm. have this you know growing generation who i think sadly they don't they didn't live through 911 right. they don't they weren't even born right they weren't and they don't they don't have any perspective now the leftists who did live through it and still are totally fine with open borders i they i you can't fix stupid sometimes but i just think that like there is some sort of perspective that you gain from living through something like that Yes. And I'm just very increasingly concerned that, like, the ship will not be righted until we have another one of those for people to go, oh, well, I guess just uh, letting strangers into the country without vetting them turned out that that's not such a great idea. Who would have predicted? Mm -hmm. We didn't know. Now we do. But, Sarah, that happens with families that are directly impacted yeah. every single time. They Pat, I've literally had conversations with people that were raging liberals. Yeah. And then their farm, their animals, their livestock, a family member is hurt by illegal. And then they go, mm -hmm. okay, this yep. is terrible. And they just flip to the yep. other side going, shut down the border. I go, okay, now, yeah. Yeah. must it be rock bottom? Right. Or can you maybe just listen to sound? principle and sound advice. This right. is not a good practice. Which right. is why no other country that exists does it. All right, we gotta take a break. We'll be right back. Before I keep going. Yes. Oh, 
I want to play a video that's just gone viral all over the internet. This is a woman on board an American Airlines flight from DFW to Florida, and she just has this meltdown about a passenger next to her that she says is not real. Watch. Say whatever you want. I'm telling you, I'm getting the fuck off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f but I am telling you right now, that that back there is not real. <laughs> is she like a lizard person or? Huh. I, and I stood, they have, they have yet to identify who that MFR is that is in fact not real. So no other camera angles yet from row 37 or row no. 29 or whatever no. that was back there. I Listen, want to see the not real person. I was convicted. Maybe there was a lizard eye. Maybe you know. That's hey, what I'm saying. The reptilians. Yeah. Maybe the demons. Maybe maybe the fourth Joe Biden was sitting there you know, <laughs> with an ear drooping off or something. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I I really I want to know. I really want to know. There's got to be more camera footage that will come out. There's got to be. In this right? day and age, everybody's filming, right? Yeah, I heard four or five people on the plane backed her story that that and said, yeah, he he wasn't real. Oh, was yeah. it Elon's AI program? Maybe, Maybe. snuck an AI. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Well, it's good to be back. Thank you guys for being here. We will be back again tomorrow. We'll see you then. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.